Hi, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. In this podcast, we'll be discussing self-care routines, mindset practices, and mindfulness habits. We'll combat the stigma around mental health in order to create a safe and open community for people to connect and not feel alone. Focus on your mindset rather than your situation. It's a game changer. Grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday, everyone. I am so excited and hopeful for you guys to have an amazing week. I hope I have an amazing week. It is the week before Thanksgiving break, so I just have five days of work and then three days of work, and then I have a nice little four-day break. So that is my motivation. Whatever motivation works best for you, please use it to get through these work weeks, especially with the holiday season coming up. So I am podcasting on Saturday. It's a beautiful, sunny Saturday in New York, and I want to Thank you guys again so, so much for listening. The Growth Mindset Gang is growing. And so my new listeners, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Growth Mindset Gang. Welcome, 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 welcome. What movie is that from? Let me know if you guys know. Send me a DM. If you know that movie, you know what's up. So again, Thank you guys so much for listening. Please make sure if you haven't done so already to follow me on Spotify. You can subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Please leave a review and rate on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to me because that's how this podcast grows and the Growth Mindset Gang can grow as well. So more and more people can have access to this wonderful community that we are building. But again, thank you guys so much for listening and tagging me in your favorite episodes. Please continue sharing on your stories and tagging me. Share this with a friend that might need it. And you can also DM me if you guys want to be a guest on my podcast. I am open to anyone that has something to say. You can DM me at the Growth Mindset Gal on Instagram. You can also email me. I am the Growth Mindset Gal at gmail.com. My socials and my emails are in my show notes. If you want me to talk about a topic or be a guest and talk about a topic on this podcast, I am all ears. And I have a couple of exciting projects coming up that I cannot wait to share with you guys. The first project I am brainstorming, again, you can message me and email me to see your thoughts, but I want to create a growth mindset gal merch for the podcast. I am a huge lover of the three-quarter zip, and that was my favorite like comfy clothes to wear. The Growth Mindset Gal merch is definitely going to be more comfy clothes vibes. So I love my crew neck sweatshirts. I love my three-quarter zip sweatshirts. I also wear hats all the time. I think I might be getting into the hat vibes. But I'm in the works. I'm thinking of logos. My sister said she has to contact a friend and maybe start getting this up and running. So merch may be happening soon. And if merch does eventually come out, I will be opening an Etsy account and you guys can eventually get the merch 
on Etsy. Obviously, when that launches, I'm going to be putting it in the link tree in my Instagram bio. It will be in the show notes at all times. And I'm excited to just create comfy, amazing clothes for my growth mindset gang at affordable prices. So when that launches, when I get all the ideas, you guys can follow me on this creating merch journey. Let me know. And also, if you have any ideas of how to create merch, if you make merch yourself, I'm open to all sorts of ideas. I kind of don't <laughs> know what I'm doing with making merch. It's kind of uncharted territory outside of my comfort zone. So if you guys know any quick tips or anything like that, please feel free to share it with me because I'm really excited about making merch and I really want to because it's amazing. So the second project though, guys, I can't really tell you about yet, but it's an amazing collaboration with someone who has already been on the podcast. She was a guest on this podcast and we talked about an amazing topic that our project that we're working on is surrounding. So I'm going to keep you guys on your toes, but a collaboration project that I'm coming out with, you guys are going to love it. But I can't share yet. We're in the works. We're in brainstorming. We're in workshop mode. The closer we get to launching the project, the more and more teasers will be coming out. So please stay updated on my Instagram account. I'll be dropping hints here and there on the amazing collaboration project that I'm going to be doing. I cannot wait to share with you guys. It's going to be amazing and so useful for my growth mindset gang. So merch is definitely going to be happening. Not sure when. And the other project collaboration I can't tell you about is definitely happening. I do know when, but I can't share that just yet. So exciting things are happening and it's all happening because of you amazing people that are listening to this podcast. So again, I cannot thank you guys enough. You are amazing. So next in our podcast, let's go on to the next topic. I have an amazing shout out like I do for all my episodes. The shout out is the Instagram, they.get.it. So they get it. It is an amazing Instagram for a fantastic podcast where our two hells, Kelsey and M, they make a fantastic, amazing, informational, and helpful podcast that is showcasing brands and founders who just get it. So they are sharing wonderful brands, founders, and content creators that understand what the people need. It is such an informational and amazing podcast to listen to. If you're looking for new brands to try out, if you want to start creating a brand yourself, anything that has to do with business, anything that has to do with mindset, they get a podcast is for you. I'm going to put their Instagram in the show notes. You want to check them out. It's such a useful and helpful podcast and the hosts are simply amazing and so much fun. So they get a podcast, take a listen, go follow them on their Instagram account. And one simple Last thing to share with you guys. I actually just finished drinking my Arbonne smoothie. In my Arbonne smoothie, it gets me started for the weekends. I love drinking my smoothies for breakfast in the morning on the weekends. It just sets my mind right, my energy, my gut, ready to go. What I put in my smoothie is frozen fruit, almond milk, sunflower butter, and then these four amazing Arbonne products. The first thing I put in 
is the superfood green spirulina, which has 36 servings of fruits and vegetables. It's called Be Good, Be Well from Arbonne. And again, it has your 36 servings of fruits and vegetables. It's a green powder. I put that in my smoothie. Then I put the gut help fiber in my smoothie to regulate my gut get things ready to go. And that has 12 grams of your daily protein in there. I'm sorry, of your daily fiber. I'm getting ahead of myself, your daily fiber. And then last but not least, I have the Feel Fit Pea Protein that has 20 grams of your daily protein in an amazing vanilla flavor. It tastes like vanilla ice cream or birthday cake ice cream. It tastes so good. All those products are vegan, animal cruelty free. And last but not least, to top off my smoothie, I put in the Inner Calm Powder. It has ashwagandha in it to help calm my anxiety. So those four powders I put into my smoothie along with frozen berries, almond milk, and sunflower butter, and it helps to get me started for the day. So if you guys are interested in the Feel Fit Protein Powder, the Gut Health Fiber Powder, and then the Inner Calm Powder for calming your anxiety. And then the Be Well Superfood Spirulina Green Powder for your 36 servings of fruits and vegetables. Let a girl know. You can send me an email. You can send me a DM. I can hook you up with amazing Arbonne products for an amazing 20% discount. Let me know. These products have worked so well for me, for my energy and my mindset, and hopefully they can help you guys too. The next portion of this podcast is, you guys already know, the Doing Well Daily Journal quote. And again, like I said, it's the holiday season. I'm getting one from my sister. The Doing Well Daily Journal, the Instagram and website for the journal. If you want to get one for yourself or a friend or family member for the holiday season, it is in my show notes. An amazing planner. So if you love to plan, if you know someone who loves to plan, this planner may be for them. And today's quote is, making mistakes is better than faking perfection. Making mistakes is better than faking perfection. That quote, I think, just sums up growth mindset and just life in general, you know? Because I actually, I made a post about this the other day. Because I was listening to the Earn Your Happy podcast by Lori Harder, which I love and highly recommend for a mindset podcast. That's actually what inspir- inspired <laughs> – words are hard. It actually inspired me to create a mindset podcast, the Earn Your Happy podcast by Lori Harder. And, Earn, and her and her husband, Chris Harder, were talking about mindset and all these things. And he said something that stuck with me. I was listening to it at work and I actually wrote it down in my teacher planner because the quote was so great. And it was like, unless it's butter, nothing happens when you're just churning, right? So when you're just churning and just like thinking about ideas, but not taking action because you're afraid the idea and you taking action into the idea won't be perfect, that's stopping you from making moves. And that's so incredibly important. Ideas don't go anywhere if you don't launch them. You can have all these wonderful ideas in your mind, getting all these wonderful downloads from the universe of these amazing ideas. And then if you don't do anything about it, then nothing happens. I actually read something in Big Magic by, um, oh, I can't think of her name. She wrote Eat, Pray, Love. I can't think of it right now. It will come to me in a moment. But anyways, Elizabeth Gilbert, there it is. Okay. 
she actually wrote about in Big Magic how we get these downloads from the universe and if we don't use these ideas and take action on them, they will be actually taken away from our idea bank and be downloaded into someone else. And then someone else will actually, they'll take action on it and then they will get credit for the idea. And it was an amazing phenomenon. She actually talked about this occurrence where it happened where she had an idea for a book and then just didn't work out and she didn't you know, get it published. And then a couple of years later, she met up with a friend and she wrote a very similar book with the same storyline, plot, characters, because she was saying that if the universe gives you ideas and then you don't take action, the universe is just going to, okay, fine. You don't want to take action on it. I'm going to give it to somebody else and maybe they will put it into action. And so what Elizabeth Gilbert said, and then what Lori and Chris Harder said about if you are just churning ideas, you have all these ideas in that big old brain of yours, but you don't put in action, you don't launch it, you don't share it, you don't create something, then those ideas are useless. They're not going to make an impact, especially a positive impact on the world like they're supposed to, because you're so afraid that your idea isn't perfect. And what a waste of a beautiful idea. So for example, with me, I really want to create merch for the Growth Mindset Gang podcast, right? Growth Mindset Gal for my Growth Mindset Gang. Let me just rephrase. (laughs) And it's been in my head for like a really long time. And I've seen other podcasts create merch and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. You can grow your community and everyone can be like, you know, together and connected because they're wearing like the merch. And it's been in my head and I want to do it so bad. And the idea keeps popping up like every time I'm in the shower. Okay. And everyone says, this is where you get your most powerful downloads and ideas is in the shower. Cause like it's quiet. Your brain isn't, you know, distracted by stimuli. And I keep thinking of these two ideas is to create growth mindset gal merch and also creating like a growth mindset gal planner for either teachers or people in general. Let me know if you guys like that idea. If you want me to create a planner, because those two ideas keep popping up in my brain when I shower and I keep receiving that same idea. Like, what if I did this? What if I did that? And so instead of just churning those two ideas, I want to start taking action. And actually a couple of days ago on my story, I put a poll like, what would you guys like for Growth Mindset Gal merch? Do you want a crew neck or a three-quarter zip? And it was kind of like 50-50. I think the the three-quarter zip got a little bit more, but it was pretty close. I'm like, wow, you guys want that stuff. So why not provide that stuff? Because I've been so afraid to make merch because I have no idea how to make merch. Do I need to make a design? Do I need to trademark it? How do I make the design? What's going to be my logo? How do I get the the quarter zips and sweatshirts to create it? You know, how do I mail it? Like all the things. I have no idea how to do that. Not a clue in the world. And so I've been not putting that idea into action. I've been just churning it because I'm afraid that I'm going to mess it up or I have no idea what I'm doing. And then I was like, you know what, Allie? Do it. And then I asked my sister, because she has a friend that like does those sort of things. I was like, can you get me into contact with your friend so I know like what's going on or maybe she could be my partner in it or whatever that it is. And just take the step in learning more, doing the research, because I have all these questions. And the reason I'm churning this idea 
is because I don't know what I'm doing and I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to mess it up because I, I love perfection. I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> so it's really important, guys, that it's okay to make mistakes and then learn from those mistakes. There's so many times people don't create wonderful things because it's not perfect yet. No, don't stop waiting. Stop waiting because that's that's all you're doing is just waiting and then it will never happen. Be honest with yourself. How many wonderful ideas have you had and then they just never happen because you're afraid you're going to mess it up and then nothing ever comes out of that wonderful idea. Us as humans, we are creative beings. We feel fulfillment from creating anything, anything, because us humans, we are just all frequencies and energy, and we love to transfer that energy into creation. And so we feel very anxious and stuck when we have all this ideas and energy in our heads and we're not expanding it into creation because we're afraid it's not going to be perfect. And guys, I'm done waiting for the perfection because I think a better experience is launching something, learning from it, rebranding it, and then launching it again. Because at least you did it. And then you know if something's going to work or not. How do you know something's going to work or not if you don't do it? How do you know? Then you're just sitting here with all these ideas in your head. And you feel anxious. And you feel unfulfilled. There's a reason for that. There's a reason you feel burnt out or stuck or anxious and stagnant. is because you have all these wonderful ideas that also probably pop up for you in the shower. And then you don't act on it. You don't do anything because you're so afraid that it's not going to be pretty. It's okay if it's not pretty. It's okay to have an idea and not know what to do. Go ask for help. Google's our best friend. Go ask someone who's done this before. Don't stay stuck in the brainstorm. Okay? And I think I realized why it's called a brainstorm. Because when you have all these ideas, it's like a storm. It's chaotic and you're trying to figure things out. And you calm the storm by putting those ideas into action. That's why you feel all these emotions when you have an idea and you're kind of stuck because you're not doing anything about it. And that takes an effect on your mind. That's literally why it's called a brainstorm. I just thought of that. Dang, that was good. That was good. But really though, so it's better making mistakes than faking perfection. We know no one's perfect. We know people go through highs and lows of creating content, products, businesses. This facade of, you know, perfection is dwindling. Our, the, our new generation, especially with social media, millennials and Gen Zs, we're here for authenticity. We love seeing the ugly. Okay? We like seeing the process rather than just the outcome anymore. We're more curious of how you got there rather than what you created once you got there. We are very invested in the journey, very invested. So let's take advantage of that. If people are invested in the journey, let's show them the journey. I'm showing you guys the journey. Right? I'm not showing. I'm telling you. This is a podcast. I'm telling you guys the journey right now that I really want to create merch. And I'm figuring out how to do that because I don't even know where to start. And I'm asking you guys even for help if you know anything about it. 
And it might not be perfect. It might not be pretty at first, but I want to see if it's something that's going to be fun for people. And if you guys want merch, if you guys want the things that I'm creating and the creative struggles, like the best kind of struggle. So if you're listening right now and you have all these ideas in your head of what you want to make or do, create, do it, ask questions, do the research. Because those ideas, those wonderful, beautiful ideas you have in your head are not going to do anything if they're stuck in your head. So I think that quote really just was a beautiful segue into what I'm going to be talking about in this podcast episode. So for this episode, I will be referring to the mindset book that I've been using for a couple of other episodes, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success, How We Can Learn to Fulfill Our Potential in Parenting, Business, Schools, and Relationships from Carol S. Dweck. So our growth mindset leader, Carol S. Dweck, PhD, I've been using this book before, and this book has been amazing, by the way. It's been so helpful for my own sanity as well. And if you are interested in getting this book, I will link it in the show notes. I've linked it in past show notes as well, if I forget to link it, because sometimes I do that. And this episode is all about taking the first steps in growth mindset. Because I've been talking about growth mindset this whole entire podcast, and that's my brand, what it's all about. And a lot of people are like, yeah, growth mindset's great, but like, how do I start? Where do I go? What do I do first? And what I believe in what Carol Dweck said in her book is the first step to creating a growth mindset or taking action on a growth mindset is how you react to rejection. How you react to rejection. And I'm taking the section, um, it starts on page 226 in the book. And she goes through all these different examples of people getting rejected by colleges, sports teams, jobs. And usually with a fixed mindset, right, when you get rejected from a college, a sports team, a job opportunity, if you have a fixed mindset, You're like, they hated me. I'm a terrible person. I'm not worthy. This is awful. No one's going to hire me, right? Because people with fixed mindsets see failure and rejection as the be all end all, right? If you are, if you failed at something or you rejected from something, you're trash. You need to just like go somewhere else. No one's going to want you. You're not, you know, good enough for the sports team. So you should just give up on trying. You're not good enough for that college. You should just stop trying to get into that college. You're not good enough for this job. So maybe you're in the wrong career field, whatever that it is, you see rejection as the be all end all. And you were rejected because you're a failure automatically. And a lot of us take rejection very harshly. No one likes being rejected. Rejection is not a fun feeling. Getting rejected for a date, getting rejected for um, a promotion or a job opportunity um, or signing a label or creating you know, a YouTube channel and you're reading all the comments, the negative comments. You have an Instagram account and you're an influencer and you see all the negative comments. You have a podcast, negative reviews. Like how we react to rejection completely changes the game. And when you shift into a growth mindset, one of the first steps 
to see the world differently is to see rejection differently. And in Carol S. Dweck's book, she describes when someone got rejected to a college that she wanted to get into. If you have a fixed mindset, you would have been like, well, I guess this college isn't for me. I'm a failure. I need to go apply somewhere else. And what that person did was very interesting. When this person in her example got rejected for a college application to one of her top colleges, like it was the number one pick, instead of being like, I'm a failure, no other college is going to want me, she called the college, she called the university and asked why she wasn't accepted. And is there another way to be accepted? Is there scholarship opportunities, right? And she got more info as to why she was rejected, right? Getting feedback. Why wasn't she accepted into this college? She also had a second and third college pick. So she wasn't accepted into her first one. She found out why. Maybe she didn't meet the criteria, right? Because all these colleges have all these different criterias. Uh, you know, you're, it's not just your grades anymore. It's a whole bunch of other things, what type of clubs you were in, um, where your family is from, all these things for colleges. And, and what she found out was that the reason she didn't get into this particular college was because in the incoming class, the type of student she was, they had enough to fill like the, the, the bracket, if you will. Because when colleges admit students, they got to fill certain criteria. And that criteria was already filled. So it, it wasn't anything personal, right? The college didn't reject her because they didn't like her. Right? It was just the criteria that the university needed to fill was already filled. You know, it's just business. At the end of the day, not taking things personal is the first step with a growth mindset, right? Because when we get rejected, we take it very personally, take it very personally. And with that example, she was like, okay, I just didn't fit that school's criteria. So she applied to her second and third because she had a second and third choice, right? That first choice wasn't the be all end all. And she got into her second pick. That's all that it is. It's just business at the end of the day. And with rejection of job opportunities, with rejection um, having to do with business opportunities or the negative comments and things like that, it's just business. And people are going to say things to you. People are going to not like you. And here's the thing. With a growth mindset, you realize that people's reactions to you has nothing to actually do with you. It actually has to do with them. And once you make that switch in your brain, how you react to rejection, that's where you step into a growth mindset. Where when people with fixed mindsets are rejected, they take it very personally. That job didn't like me as a person. These people, these bots on you know YouTube comments don't like me as a person. 
or um, the job promotion doesn't like me as a person, or, you know, even if you get rejected even by maybe, you know, someone you liked, you know, it's not, they, they rejected not you, but the idea of you and how you, the idea of you would react with them. So once you take a step back when you get rejected and you're like, okay, that has to do with them, not me. And listen, once you realize you're not everyone's cup of tea, but you are someone's cup of tea, that's where you get the the little shift of confidence where, hmm, this podcast might not be for everybody. I'm not trying to be for everybody, but I'm for someone. Hmm? My growth mindset gang, I'm apparently for you. I may not be for everyone, but I'm for you guys. That's the key. That is the key. Same thing even with friendships. Not everyone's going to like you, but some people will absolutely love you. That's the key. Not everyone's going to like you, but a select few are really going to love you. And those are the people that you want surrounding your life. The people that absolutely love you, love, love, love you. And if you're at a job and you don't get a promotion, you know what? Maybe you just didn't, you're not ready yet. Your boss may have felt, hey, maybe they're just not ready yet. Or they want to see a little bit more from you. And it's just business because they want to get more work out of you. If you don't get, um, you know, a, a job interview, you don't get the job. You just weren't for that company, right? Your criteria wasn't for them. You weren't the fit for them. That's fine. You're going to be the fit for somebody else. Somebody else. And always believe too that the universe has a plan. So once you don't take rejection personally, and then you surrender to the universe knowing maybe I wasn't for that company, but you know what? I'm probably even better for another company. Seeing rejection as an opportunity rather than a closed door, right? An open door rather than a closed door. There's a reason you didn't get that job. You might've been miserable. That boss might've been a terrible person. And the universe was like, no, 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 you don't want this job. X, right? Maybe you were rejected by someone you know what? Probably yeah, maybe you missed a bullet there. You know what I mean? That person could have been negative and, you know, abusive and all these things. And I wonder worked out. Okay. You are receiving negative comments on your YouTube video, your TikTok, your Instagram. You're receiving those negative comments because people have nothing better to do with their lives and they're miserable in their own lives. Misery loves company. Misery loves company. Do not take it personal. And I know it's totally easier said than done. Negative comments hurt. Getting rejected by someone you like hurts. Getting Not getting that job opportunity, it hurts. It does. But realize it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. Rejections happen on purpose because there's something better coming. There's something better coming. And people's reactions and rejections towards you has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. Everything. They might have low confidence. They might be jealous. They might be miserable and sad with their own life. And they want to project that sadness onto someone who's actually successful and being a beam of light. Okay? And you know someone's really miserable when they go out of their way to, like, say something mean. That's when you know. And I was actually, something just came up in my brain. 
I was watching the D'Amelio show on Hulu because I was I heard it on another podcast and I was watching it. And it's about Charlie D'Amelio and Dixie D'Amelio, the sisters, and they grew on social media, especially um, Charlie D'Amelio on TikTok. And it showed how the negative comments affected their mental health and they had anxiety and breakdowns and they started going to see therapy because they're dancing on TikTok because Dixie wants to try and have a music career. Charlie's an actual dancer and she's just spreading fun and love on TikTok and people are actually going out of their way to be nasty to these young girls, that's when you know people have nothing better to do and they're miserable with their own lives. And it took such a toll on those two girls. And I felt so bad and I was so sad for them because they're just trying to spread love and joy and happiness with their content. And they're getting stepped on by no ones, these nobodies that are sad in their own life. That Those negative and rejection comments have nothing to do with these wonderful young women. It has everything to do with those negative naysayers. And it was terrible. So to switch that idea of when I receive rejection, when I receive negativity from others, it's not me, it's them, right? Now there's a difference of receiving feedback, right? You are open to feedback. What can I improve on? Take that with a grain of salt. But if it's just straight up rejection or straight up negativity, that has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with either the other people or the universe block that out of you because they have something better in store. Your team of light has something better in store for you. Trust me. I look back at some of the rejections and I'm like, oh, that's why that didn't work out. Everything's in hindsight. Everything's in like 2020 vision, right? Like, you realize once you get older that you're like, oh, wow, that's why things didn't work out. Or that's why that friendship ended. Because the universe sees everything. The universe sees things that you don't see. Your team of light sees things that you don't see. So when you guys are rejected, it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel angry. Process those emotions. Don't be like, ow, whatever. Go through the emotions. You can journal about it. You can talk to someone about it. You can be upset with rejection. I'm not saying numb your feelings here. Feel out the emotion. Don't let the rejection take you down from what you want to do. That's the key to a growth mindset. Process the emotions, but don't let the rejection ruin what you want to do. And you are going to be that cup of tea for someone, for a specific company, for a special someone, okay? For an investor, if you're creating a business, right? And you want investors and these investors keep rejecting you. There's a reason for that. Maybe they don't have full belief in the morality of your company, right? They're not, their ethics don't match. And you don't know that yet, but the universe might. Okay. If you just went on a job interview and you didn't get the job, maybe that company or that school or that hospital or that medical you know, clinic or whatever that it is wasn't for you because they don't align with your ethics or your morality. There is a reason it didn't happen. You might have been miserable. That, yeah, the pay might have been good. It might have been a nice opportunity, but maybe you would have been absolutely miserable there. 
and you dodged a bullet. You dodged a bullet, okay? People also reject you because they can be jealous. And again, that has nothing to do with you. It has to do with them. Do not let rejection deter you from what you want to accomplish. Let's let's reel it back to what Carol Dweck said in her book with the college example. That girl got rejected from her number one college, but she called for feedback. She goes, why didn't I get accepted so I know what to do for the next college that I apply to, right? What can I tweak? And she got her info. Rejection is opportunity. We just don't know it yet in the moment. Asking for feedback from rejection is also a really good way to cope with that rejection. If you get a call from the job you just interviewed for, right? And they go, hi, Allie, right? We found someone, you know, we thought you were amazing, but we found someone more qualified for the job. And you can be like, hey, can I actually, can I ask for feedback? So for my next interview, I know what to do better. And most of the time companies say they give you a little bit of feedback, right? Maybe you missed a a really important interview question that you didn't prepare for, or, you know, maybe your posture was off or you were speaking too fast or whatever that it was. Because honestly, being interviewed is like, it's a, it's a skill. It is a craft and it does take practice. So maybe you were a little too nervous and it threw off the vibes or whatever that it was. And so receiving feedback why you were rejected from a job interview, that can help you for the next job interview, right? Ask for feedback. If you're running a business and you wanted an investor and the investor rejected you, you can ask them feedback. Hey, you know, just for my next pitch for an investor, can I ask why you didn't, um, you know, want to invest in my company? And they may give you feedback, right? If you're writing a book and your book keeps getting rejected by publishing, right? Ask those publishers, hey, you know, thank you for taking the time for reading my book. I, I understand. Thank you for the opportunity. Is there a way I can, you know, better? Like, how can I improve? Ask for the feedback, ask. There's nothing wrong with it. And if they don't give you good feedback, all right, whatever, you move on to the next one. But a lot of people do actually give feedback and, you know, you can take that in of what I can improve. Rejections are opportunities for learning. Just like failure is an opportunity for learning. It's the same thing. And a lot of us, because we're we're growing up and we're taught that failure is bad. Failure is bad. If you fail, you're a terrible person. If you're rejected, you're a terrible person. That's a terrible narrative to grow up in. And like my 90s and early 2000s listeners, like that's what we grew up with. And we're, we're starting to realize yeah, that maybe it wasn't the best. It was, it was a weird generational thing where we were told to shoot for the stars, but not too high sort of deal, right? They always said, you know, you can be anything you set your mind to, but not how to handle the rejection of it. And we were like taught like you're the shining star. You're going to make such a difference. But they didn't tell us, they told us how to accomplish things, but they didn't teach us how to handle the rejection if we don't receive accomplishment. And so that's why a lot of us are so, especially now that we're in our 20s, we feel like a bunch of failures because we're told to shoot for the stars but our spaceship keeps crashing and we don't know how to cope with the spaceship crashing. No one told us, no one taught us how to do that. 
And our parents, like either Gen X or boomers, they grew up in a very different economic time where landing a job out of college, like an entry-level job was kind of easy to get. And so they don't understand our struggle of, I have a master's degree and I can't get an entry-level job because they want three years experience. How the heck am I going to do that, right? So I think we're starting to learn and we're going to pass down to the next generation is shoot for the stars, but sometimes your spaceship's going to crash. And here's what you do when your spaceship crashes. That's the next step. So it's okay to be rejected. It's okay. I know it's going to stink. It's going to stink. It's going to hurt. I know. I've been through plenty of rejections. Trust me. But it's an opportunity in disguise. You just haven't seen it yet. When you get rejected, it it's not fun. But try your best to be like, hmm, yeah, this stinks, but okay. Let me think. Let me step back. Let me see the big picture. Let me see the big picture. What does this rejection mean for my life? How is this an opportunity? How is this an opportunity to learn and grow? Maybe I should ask for feedback. Maybe I should do a little bit more research into the company I'm applying to next time, right? Because sometimes that may happen and, you know, you're – on a job interview for a company and you didn't really do too much research on the company or, you know, you know how companies like you to ask questions about them and you didn't really have any questions to ask them. That's a huge, that's a huge blow in an interview. So maybe now for next time, you know, okay, let me have for my next interview. Cause that would, that's what kind of trashed my interview was now maybe I can do some research on let me Google, you know, popular questions to ask companies when they have that question. Hey, do you have any questions for us? Learning opportunity. So let me share with you a, a recent rejection of mine. Last year, um, towards the end of the school year, I applied for a different school that was just closer. It was literally because like I was done with the commute. And I applied for the job and I got an interview. And it was a Zoom interview, so that's just weird to begin with, number one. Um, which is fine. That was just, it is what it is. And it was for high school, not middle school. I teach middle school. And I remember there was a question I wasn't prepared for. It was like, what do you read in order to like be with your curriculum? And like, I didn't understand that question because I wasn't prepared for it. They wanted to see what kind of reading material I read on my own time to keep myself like in the loop of like my curriculum. And I wasn't really ready for that question. So I kind of like gave, uh, I gave like a BS answer. I'm not going to lie to you. And it was also for high school. And I don't have any experience in high school. And so after the interview, it was a decent interview. It wasn't my best, but it wasn't my worst. And I think like 20 minutes after the interview, they called. They said, you know, thank you for your time. We just found someone that was better qualified for the job. And so I didn't get the job. And you know what? I was like, oh, geez, that does stink because it was a really good school. And it would have been really close to where I live. The commute would have been great. The school itself is a wonderful school. I would have loved to work there. But I was not... They found someone more qualified, again, which is fair. So I didn't take that personally because I never taught high school before. And then I was thinking, I was like, you know what? It would have been a great school, but just think I would have to get used to a whole new curriculum. Then that would have taken a lot of time. And, you know, maybe I'm not meant to teach high school because I love teaching middle school. Like that's my zone of like my teaching personality is middle school. 
And it might, it probably just wasn't a good fit. And the universe was looking out for me and was like, this school is not a good fit for you. And, you know, the rejection was a little a bit of a blow because I was excited, but I was like, you know what? That place just wasn't for me. And I would have maybe high, teaching high school is not for me. And help me actually to be grateful for my actual job that I still have, you know? So rejection sometimes can also bring gratitude to you as well. Be like, you know what? That rejection stunk, but you know what? Now I'm realizing, you know, maybe where I am in life is not so bad. And like the job that I'm at right now is actually really good. And it's not my time yet to leave it. Maybe this job that I'm at right now still needs to teach me some things. I, I still have lessons I need to learn from this job before going to another location. And let me tell you guys, for that interview, I studied all the, the interview questions. I practice interviewed with my sister in her backyard. I remember it. Um, it was a little weird as a Zoom interview because like you don't get the person's like energies, you know what I mean? And it was funny because like I was in a blazer and like a dress shirt, but I was wearing like, you know, sweatpants on the bottom because it was just the from the from like my like uh, waist up, if you will. And I was like in my childhood bedroom doing an interview. Do you know what I mean? It was like a, all the weird circumstances of like not a real interview. It didn't really feel real. But I was rejected. And I was like, you know what? It would have been a great opportunity, but I feel like that, that happened for a reason. And maybe not a good fit. Growth mindset. I could have taken that rejection and be like, I'm going to be stuck in my job. No, no, no other school's ever going to want me. I'm not going to be valuable for another school. I'm never going to have an opportunity to move up or whatever. You know, I could have went into the spiral. And I was like, you know what, Allie? Maybe that school just wasn't for me. So to put a, put a nice little bow on this episode, the first step to a growth mindset is how you perceive and handle rejection. Remember, rejection is not you. It's usually the other person. And rejection also is an opportunity that is hidden. That person wasn't for you. That company wasn't for you. That niche was not for you. Okay, that product was not for you. That publishing house was not for you. Okay opportunities. Rejections are opportunities for growth and learning, just like failure is an opportunity for growth and learning. That's all that it is, folks. That's all that it is. When you're rejected, it's okay to feel the emotions, process the emotions, and then see the opportunity. Also, when you get rejection, if there's an opportunity to receive feedback of the rejection, Ask for the feedback so you can know how you can improve for the next opportunity that comes forward. I love you guys, my Growth Mindset Gang. You're amazing. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow me on Spotify. Rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a review on Podchaser. Please share your favorite episodes on your stories and tag me. You can DM me at any time, email me at any time. And I hope you guys have a wonderful Mindful Monday and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.